ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20 plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Well, it is the quiet period. Uh, not to be confused with underwriter's quiet time. Uh, this is when the Fed cannot speak. Um, just kidding. We don't have a quiet time for our underwriters here. But I have heard that that happens out there. Anyway, uh, the quiet period is the week leading up to the Fed Open Market Committee meeting, which is huge next week. Uh, that would be May 3rd, Wednesday. You know, they meet Tuesday and Wednesday whenever the Fed meets. And so this past Saturday at midnight, they have to stop talking, right? So it's okay if they're talking at 11.55 p.m. Uh, somewhere in D.C. at some junket. But then stroke of midnight, Sunday, not allowed to talk. So uh, there's not a lot of news right now. And today was kind of a quiet day. Now, of course, if you're uh, a lender and you have originators, it's month in. You're trying to get deals out the door. Um, this month ends on a Friday here, and it won't be as fun as next Friday, which is Cinco de Mayo, so we get to celebrate whatever news we hear from earnings this week and whatever the Fed says and all that good stuff. But it is quiet period, and we have a lot of information about to come out. So today is kind of like, hey, here's what's about to happen. So let me just kind of go through rapid fire some nuggets that I heard that might help you uh, at a cocktail party or at a barbecue, weather's finally starting to get nice out there. Um, I actually got a sunburn this weekend a little bit, although I did put on sunscreen. Um, so here's some cool things that I heard this week. Um, I know I mentioned last uh, update that first quarter apartment completions were the highest since 1988. And um, that's interesting because housing start data was down uh, on the last read, but that was mostly because of multifamily. And single-family housing starts were up, which is why builders are starting to have confidence. So you're seeing existing homes, a lot of people sticking around with their low interest rates, not wanting to take a higher rate for a higher price unless they really, really, really have to move up. Um, it is, you know, you know, there's a lot of people in really low interest rates out there. And um, there's a debate whether there's a mortgage uh, rate lockdown or lock-in or whatever you want to say. But the surveys are starting to come out. People are literally saying, like, yeah, I'm not moving. I don't need to. Um, so existing home sales have come down, the traditionally like, you know, uh, what, four to five million in a year. And the new home sales are usually about a million in a year. And um, they're only about uh, 600 to 700,000 um, on annual pace for new home sales. But that is usually 10% of all sales. And this last reading, they were like 28% of all home sales. So we're in this weird lopsided market. Um, so maybe the multifamilies. Um, are starting to come down because of all the high starts they've had in the last couple of years. And now builders are starting to get that confidence level back up again. We talked about the Home Builders Sentiment Index last week as well. So we are sh seeing some shifting. Um, Altos Research, I get a great video from Mike Simonson. I've been subscribing to him for a few years. Um, most of us on the West Coast have known about him. Before our good friends over there at Housing Wire, like uh, Clayton, uh, you know, and, and the team, they... Um, they basically bought, they, they merged and they bought Altus Research. And so you see Logan Motoshami talk a lot about um, new listing data because they have access now with that data. 
Um, so, you know, just one tidbit to go check out that information. But anyway, I saw the video come out today from uh, Mike Simonson at Altos Research, and he was showing that this week was our largest increase of new listings since I believe, um, you know, uh, the peak or maybe in September. Um, 80,000 plus listings, 20,000 of which go immediately under contract. So there's demand sitting back there. We hear it, um, you know, um, rhetorically from, you know, our originators here that they got a bunch of loans and application, but there's just no supply and there's just no houses out there. But maybe, you know, as rates kind of get a little bit lower, trending lower, you know, not in a straight line, and we have a little bit more of a demand for people to want to leave because of, hey, there's a new school year coming out or a life event, summer's coming up, you know, that seasonal spring purchase season. People are starting to get off the shelf that are sellers. They're starting to test the markets. New listing home prices, not only not only are the new listings going up in number, according to Altus Research, but the actual listing price is going up, um, and which is a leading indicator, which is great. So it's good information. I thought it was fantastic the way uh, today Mike broke down how the Case-Shiller Index, which is coming out tomorrow, is a lagging indicator. So think about this. The number that's the, now it's a two-month lag data. So the numbers coming, the 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 home price index for Case Shiller is coming out tomorrow. Okay, well I guess it's after midnight here, so the twenty-fifth. Okay, April twenty-fifth. But it's February data of closed sales, as Mike like to break it down, and then that is from deals that went under contract. Um, you know, let's say in November and December, or even January, and then closed in February. Now, according to that Altos data. Um, the most price cuts, like 42% of all listings were having price cuts, was happening and peaked in November. So this report we're going to see tomorrow is on data that we saw for leading pricing indicators from Altos Research back in November. So the data today, we won't even see and show up until some of the reports later in the year. So the media is always behind, but there's so much good data out there where you can see uh, future leading indicators. So I thought that was a pretty cool breakdown. I thought I'd share that with you. Um, saw some cool stats today, um, 30 trillion in equity, 43 trillion is the total home value price, um, out there. 42% of all homes in America have no mortgage. That was a graph that, uh, Logan posted. Um, India will officially pass China in population with over 1.4 billion and Q1 GDP comes out. There's a huge number, obviously what's the pace in our, uh, uh of our economy, consumer spending, is 70% of the GDP in America. So how is the GDP looking? The estimate is for 2%. So that means Q1 will be at 2%. So if the Fed is saying we're going to be in a recession later this year and the average for the whole year is going to be 0.4% growth, but we're at 2% growth in Q1, that means Q2 and Q3 and Q4 have to come down quite a bit to take that average of 2 down to 0.4. So something to think about there. Personal consumption expenditure, speaking of the consumer and GDP, the Fed's preferred measure of inflation comes out on Friday of this week, ahead of the May 3rd Fed meeting next week, and before the May 10th CPI report, which our good friends Barry and Dan and everybody on BS Highway um, have been telling us that that could be the last really, um, you know, gas for old lagging 12-month-old high PCI data. So uh, all this stuff is coming together. It's all worth mentioning and watching and uh, keeping an eye on. Uh, 10-year treasury. Uh, Pre-market trading right now is 345. Um, it was right around 349 where it closed. Another good tip um, that uh, 
Dan and Barry brought up from David Rosenberg on their MBS Highway podcast today is there's like the largest amount of short interest in like, I don't know, five, 10, eight years, something like that on treasuries right now. So remember, if the yield goes up, right, we go 350, 360, 375, the price of that security is coming down. So people are expecting that to happen. But if it doesn't happen and the prices go up, which my Stansbury Research article is saying, that's like the bet of the year. I'm not your financial advisor. I am not a responsible for your losses, only your profits. And I'm not here to give you advice. I'm being dead serious about that. But, you know, uh, that's like the biggest share bet of the year is that generally treasury prices will go up as the year goes on, which if we're going into a recession, that would make sense if we come and see yields come down. So what else is going on this week? Well, if there is a big uh, short squeeze that we could see that 10-year treasury stay below 350, maybe even a meaningful way, Bank of Japan announces their um, you know, central bank move. Remember, they've had a couple surprises for us on the risk curve control. No one's talking about that this week, uh, but I think it's worth mentioning. And, I'll, and you know what? Like a third of the S&P weighted index literally reports this week. You want to know who reports this week? Check this out. Okay, earnings. Remember earnings, how companies doing, how demand is doing, how the Fed is doing to squash demand, to kill earnings growth and all these other things to fight inflation. Here's who, check out these corporations just this week. They're announcing earnings for Q1. Coca-Cola, Credit Swift, Cleveland Cliffs, huge steel maker in America. Uh, Whirlpool, McDonald's, Pepsi, GE, 3M, Verizon, UPS, General Motors, uh, Pulte Group, Visa, Chipotle, how they doing? Alphabet, okay, aka Google, um, all the hotels, Waste Management, Roku, eBay, Meta, aka Facebook, Caterpillar, Honeywell, Eli Lilly, Merck, Pinterest, Intel Swap, Amazon, ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Colgate Palmolive. These are all companies that are reporting earnings. We got a lot of information coming out this week. So, not so quiet 10 minutes here, huh? Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.